That phaser's to fun. Am it I right? Dude, that's an empty stomach. That was my hey. one joke I had ready. <laughs> no one Set phasers it. to fun. Oh. Oh, great. Well, then yeah. it'll be, you know, the final frontier for us. Yeah. Which you is a great suck. segue. <laughs> which is a great segue into oh my God. Uh, today's Chicken and Raffles is choose your own adventure adventures. I'm Chicken and Raffles. I'm Jessica. I'm Heathen Pickett, aka Hello Birdman. Wow, we have a guest. That doesn't happen every day. It's episode eight, and this is the only second time it's ever happened. We're gonna Wait, this is episode this, right? nine. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> what other prestigious uh, guests have preceded me? We had Trevor and Sarah on episode oh, two. Oh, shit. You guys got Trevor and Sarah? Yeah, How'd dude. you manage we, that? <laughs> we got them, and we had Wormsign do the music. I mean, we didn't have them do it. They did it. Yeah. yeah thank you so it. much. It was awesome. Go That's listen to episode two, War with the Evil Power Master. I'm getting way off track from the segue, guys. I'm so sorry. It's okay. We had a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got a riff. Uh, to, yeah, today what we're doing is uh, I'm going to do a horrible reading. intro. It was great. Chris. Uh, which way books okay. number fifteen? <laughs> Star Trek colon Voyage to Adventure by Michael D- J. Doge. Uh, you couldn't just pause. Do what? <laughs> had to say colon i don't know <laughs> <laughs> michael Got j it. doge illustrated by gordon tomei there's pictures there are pictures which i might like, describe okay i may not so what are we doing like for me <laughs> come on chris stay with it <laughs> What's the oh, format here? Here? Oh, the format here is usually what i would have done is steamroll over what you just did there and oh. just read the book mm-hmm. oh, okay uh, and since there's two of you i guess you'll fight over what choice to make usually it's binary so We're enjoy that fight? i mean oh, don't fight no. you know we can collaborate this is star trek you're supposed to be diplomatic you also need to help Heather, you oh, need to help me because I don't know a lot about Star Trek. Oh, right. okay. You just want to yeah. make good space decisions and don't That's die. And then, yeah. like, half an hour or I've whenever seen, like, we get bored. 10 episodes. We'll quit. You want to, like, explore a lot because that's a big core of the Star Trek philosophy. You are an ensign in Starfleet. <laughs> just graduated from the Starfleet Academy. Because of your high scores as a cadet, you have been assigned the Starship Enterprise, commanded by Captain James T. Kirk. The T is for Tiberius and T-Bag. As you pick up your space bag and prepare to beam aboard the Enterprise, you can remember the speech Admiral Trainer gave to your class of ensigns. Never forget, the Starfleet's mission is to keep peace in the galaxy. Use force only when everything else has failed. And never forget the Prime Directive. Do not interfere with an alien race, even if you think you would be doing the right thing. We do not always understand the ways of other peoples, and sometimes our help, in air quotes, Mm -mm. may only make things worse. Power is a terrible thing unless it is used wisely. And no one listened, and that was the end of the book. Mm -mm. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Next. Sorry, that was the present. Uh, Now best of luck to all of you. The transporter operator pushes the controls. The light surrounds you. You are beamed aboard the Enterprise. Turn to page two. I'm going to do that. There's a picture on there. And okay, and here's a picture of you. You're a young boy with a mullet getting started, <laughs> oh and you're at a job board. 
It is time to choose your assignment aboard the Enterprise. There is a board that shows the jobs available, Mm -hmm. but it does not say very much about them. If you want to try engineering, go to page three. If you choose to work on the bridge, go to page four. If you prefer a job in the science laboratory, go to page five. So what do you guys think? Uh, Science, bridge crew, or engineering? Ooh, I mean, they all sound so fascinating. Uh, bridge crew, duh, yeah, that's where the action's at. Yay. What's the yeah. bridge? Bridge is where all this, the shit on the show happens. Either that or on the planet surface. This is where, like, the, the big TV is and they hang out. You know, the big Star Trek TV they all watch? No. Sometimes yeah. a big alien is on the TV. Okay, let's There's go. Some, some <laughs> dangerous thing. Okay. I mean, it's not so much a TV as, like, a windshield, right? Right, it's just the space front windshield Yeah. of the space car. Right, the spaceship is just a car. Uh, also, a tricorder like is a cell phone. It's difficult. It's more like a bus, like a party bus. <laughs> sure, it's like a party bus. You arrive on the bridge. On the display screen ahead, stars are flashing past. As you step from the turbo lift, Captain Kirk turns to face you. Welcome aboard, Ensign, the captain says. We've been receiving some strange transmissions from an uncharted planet in the sector. Your job will be to help Lieutenant Uhura translate and list them. You take a seat next to Lieutenant Uhura. She smiles and points to a huge pile of tape cassettes on Mm. one side of the console and a pair of headphones on the other. There's a lot of work to do, she says. That's my Uhura. Mm. Uh, Where where do you want to start? So you're just helping Uhura out. Uh, If you wish to use the translating computer on the recordings already made, go to page 50. If you prefer listening to the transmissions through the headphones, go to page 43. This is confusing. This is not as uh, action packed as I hoped it'd be. Well, this is 1984. You know, give them a friggin' break. (laughs) Right. You have to listen to the tapes. So either we're listening to the tapes or we're doing what? Listening to the tapes on the headphones. Or. Listening to the tapes not on the headphones. Oh, well, I'm already wearing a headphone. Let's be full. No headphones. No headphones. Awesome. What a radical choice. You begin plugging tapes into the translating computer. After more than an hour, the computer screen reads, does not match known language patterns, appears to be a code. You switch the computer program from translate to decode and call Lieutenant Uhura. In minutes, the screen shows. Message is in Klingon Military Code 7. Message reads, have you... Message, computer, error... (laughs) <laughs> message reads have found large dilithium crystal mines require support ships planet is in within federation space secrecy required that's pretty bad secrecy man you got decoded immediately also uh yeah ahura no, shows sense. a message to captain kirk so it's klingon claim jumpers is it kirk says who's because i thought it would be ahura uh, I think we can give them a surprise. Ensign, choose a battle station. That's you guys. Oh, shit. Uh, if, you'd yeah. like, if you want to sit at the weapons console, turn to page 48. If you weapons prefer... console! <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, no. You... I want another choice. Uh, if you would prefer to take the helm and steer the Enterprise, you want to drive the ship? That's I exciting. just said weapons. <laughs> well... I just want to go back to the lunch bar. Oh. 
in space. I don't think that's an option anymore. Okay, I guess let's turn on those weapons. Weapons attack. <laughs> Can we go to 10 forward before we operate weapons? Set phasers to fun, am I, I right? I an empty stomach. That was my hey. one joke I had ready. No Set phasers it. to fun. Oh. oh, that's the orchestration you were talking about earlier. <laughs> I did. Set them up and knock them down. Fine-tuned this episode this for that a, Chris, you need to edit the fuck out of this. Professional. Professionals here. You sit down at the weapons console. Controls light up in front of you. You have phasers, which shoot narrow beams of energy, and photon torpedoes, which explode in huge fireballs. Uh, Warp 6 to the planet, Mr. Sulu, Captain Kirk says. All hands to battle stations. The red alert sounds, and it's really annoying. On the display screen, the stars rush past the ship, accelerates towards warp speed. I missed a word somewhere. Soon the planet appears on sensors. Cut the warp drive, orders the captain. Go to impulse power. Let's sneak up on them, sneaky human. Uh, the front screen shows a Klingon battle cruiser in orbit around the planet. Sensors show most of the crew are on the planet's surface, Mr. Spock says. They have not detected us. Giving them a warning. Give them a warning. <laughs> Shot instant. <laughs> the, ca- <laughs> the captain tells you, putting his flask of Klingon ale away. <laughs> <laughs> if you fire the phasers, turn to page 87. If you fire a photon torpedo, turn to page four, uh, 54. <laughs> so it sounds like a warning shot would not be a photon torpedo. I'm just going to say it as the DM. Mm-hmm. But we're dealing with Klingon, so kind of is. Wow. You know? It is I a battlecruiser. They could take it. I don't they know. Can't, they can't Jessica, take it. They weigh in. A laser beam? Laser beam? Explosion bomb. Laser beam? Explosion bomb. Laser beam seems like the obvious choice. Okay. Because it's space. Laser beams are like a space thing. Yeah. You want to do space? Um, yeah, man. Okay, fuck it. Let's try. Diplomacy wins the day. Hooray. I mean, I guess you're still shooting them. Yeah. Right. Phasers locked on, says your targeting computer. You squeeze a firing trigger. A beam of blue light streaks toward the Klingon starship. It runs straight between the cruiser's engine pods, close enough to burn the surface, but causing no real damage. Thanks, Book. Perfect, Ensign, Captain Kirk says. Lieutenant O'Hara, open hailing frequencies to the Klingon vessel. Tell them to prepare to be boarded. Uh, Klingons don't surrender, Captain, O'Hara says. I know that, says Kirk. What a dick. Uh, then he turns to you. Have you ever led a boarding party, Ensign? No, sir. You say, that's you guys. Mm. Now's your chance, <laughs> says the captain. Get your gear and be at the transporter room on the double. Turn to page 66. Graduated! <laughs> right. Uh, what do you mean? No, I, ha- I just got here. What do, you, what do you mean? I was at the job board literally three pages ago. <laughs> uh, you and a team of security crewmen are fitted in armored jackets and phaser pistols. Never even heard of that. Uh, you step onto the transporter platform and dissolve into shafts of light, which is good. You want that. I want it. You, right. ap- <laughs> you appear on the bridge of the Klingon ship. The air is very warm. The Klingons appear to be taken by surprise, but they are reaching for their weapons, so not that surprised. If you demand that they surrender, turn to page 52. If you begin the attack, 
turn to page 63. <laughs> well, it's time to fight. Let's go. Oh, fuck. Hit him where it hurts. All right. <laughs> Knowing the Klingons never surrender, good choice apparently, you and your team jump to the attack, shooting to stun, set phasers to stun. The They're Kling- set to stun. <laughs> they were already there. Okay. The Klingons fight furiously, but each for himself. What? Oh, because they're not a team or something. Mm-hmm. The security squad works as a team. Okay. And soon gets the advantage. <laughs> Thank you, book. You are hit by a few stray shots, but your armor protects you. This seems so low stakes. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Just roll. Uh, suddenly, one Klingon officer does something at a control panel, turns, and runs out through a hidden door. If you follow him, turn to page 76. If you examine the controls... The Klingon reset. Turn to page fifty-three. I it's Klingon a bomb. It's a bomb. What does that mean? I don't know. I think it's a bomb. So either and... go beat him up and figure out what he did, or stay here and try to figure out what he did. Bad cop. Yes. Let's okay. Do bad cop. <laughs> what does that mean? Just go bad chase cop. his ass. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Let's go get his ass. Just like in Death Proof. I want to do a Klingon voice, so yes, whatever gets us there. Okay. (laughs) Whatever gets us there faster. Right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm going after that one. I'm going after that one! You shout and race after the Klingon. You see him jump through a small door, and you dive after. The door slams shut behind you, and suddenly there is the pressure of rockets firing. You and the Klingon are in an escape pod blasting away from the ship. You brace yourself and point your gun at the surprised Klingon. Where do you think you're going? You say. Do you think we would let you capture our ship, human? The Klingon snarls. In moments it will self-destruct. You stun the Klingon and snap open your communicator. Everyone beam back to the Enterprise now! Uh, Minutes later, the Klingon cruiser flares like a new star. You call the Enterprise. Is everyone alright? Just fine, Ensign, says Captain Kirk. But our Klingon guests are waking up angry. I've got one more for you, you say, and steer the pod toward the Enterprise. It has been quite a first cruise. You you did it, I guess. So oh. the end. All right. The- <laughs> what did I? What did we do? Not much. Like, uh, you went to the bridge, someone. and then. Uh, a Klingon was there. Klingon ship happened, mm-hmm, and then right. you shot at it, and mm-hmm. then you went in, and then they were gonna self destruct, but then they didn't. So now the Dilithium mine just drove home. <laughs> the Dilithium Dad, I got the keys. Free again. I'm sorry, I hit the mailbox. Yeah, so the yeah. oil is safe for the Republic for mm. another day. Wait, or whatever. Oil? Do what? Okay. Dilithium. Crystals. Uh, you guys right. want to do another thing where you not work on the bridge? I guess. I mean, I don't know how engineering could be more exciting. I thought science, maybe. I was going to go science. Okay. Science. I'm into yeah. science. What's going to happen in science world? It's got to be less boring, right? I am worried. There's a fucking alien monster on the front of the book. Yeah, where's the there alien? There's got to be something. Okay, here we go. Exercise. <laughs> right, there's just a monster man. It's great. You enter the ship science laboratory. <laughs> the walls are lined with crystal panels in rainbow colors, glowing with light. This is way cooler already. Uh, at, the, 
At the center of the room, science officer Spock is working at a computer console. Unlike any oh, you've no, ever seen. Oh, that guy? Oh, no. Yeah, let's do the Spock adventure. <laughs> right. Mr. Spock tor- uh, turns to face you. Good day, Ensign. We are now... I don't... I've already fucked it up. It's fine. Uh, we're... We're... <laughs> <laughs> We're having an identity crisis! <laughs> yeah. We are now in part of space where the flow of time is twisted back on itself. I have constructed this device to analyze the time flow. Please help me adjust the crystal control f- frames. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the ship is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> you take a step forward. Suddenly, one of the crystal panels cracks and shatters. Colored light sprays across the room and over Mr. Spock. Stay out of the time field, Spock orders. Don't touch me. If you obey Mr. Spock, <laughs> if you obey Mr. Spock, turn to page eighty-two. If you try to pull Spock out of the field despite his orders, turn to page eighty. We're gonna touch him, right? Oh my oh, god! We're definitely not doing what he says. Yeah, let's go touch Mr. Spock. Page on right. eighty-six. <laughs> it is on page. Yes, you're right. Page sixty-nine. Yeah! <laughs> you reach for Mr. Spock's arm. The rainbow light falls across you as well. You feel very dizzy, and for several moments, you can't see. Then your sight clears. You and Mr. Spock are, span- are standing in the ship's science laboratory, but not the one you were in before. You should not have done that, Ensign, Spock says. But I thank you for trying to help. Where are we? You ask. Spock looks around. Uh, this equipment is very familiar, he says. I think we're still aboard the uh, Enterprise in about 40 <laughs> years in our past. Sorry, that was a bit. Uh, the door opens. Three security men are standing there. They're wearing old-style Starfleet uniforms. Very different from yours. Intruder alert, one says. I'm imagining they're like colonial Starfleet officers. Uh, before Mr. Spock can explain, a guard says, Kaffer, he has a Vulcan. They're stronger than we are. Another fires his phaser. Mr. Spock falls. One's German. If you think you'd better surrender before things get any worse, turn to page 49. If you run for it, wait, surrender or run away, I guess. Uh, definitely run away. Super run away! Super run away. Yeah, probably, probably for the best. Mr. Spock already got shot at. Okay, uh, there's no way you can get out the door. What door? I don't know. With the security men standing there. So you turn and run back into the laboratory. The guard stuns shots just missing you. I don't... Okay, whatever. You can hear an alarm. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go over that one again. <laughs> Get the light, Terry. I just wanted to Get the light, Terry. Okay, sorry. That's a callback. Mm. You can hear alarm sound in the hallway outside. While wow, this ship is in the USS Enterprise, it is almost completely different from the Enterprise you know. You have no idea where the doors and hallways might lead you, but soon you must make a choice. Before you is a door out to the corridors, and a heavy metal door marked Danger. No entry. If you go into the corridor, turn to page 110. If you want to go to the Danger No Entry door, go to 108. So, a hallway or a door that says, don't go in this door door? Ooh, want to keep up the streak of doing things we're not supposed to do? Yeah, the bad boy route. Yeah. I thought you said the bad boy room. (laughs) (laughs) It does say, the picture, (laughs) you can't see it. I'm looking, I I I have the book. You can't see it, but it does say danger, bad boys only. (laughs) No. Yeah, it does. 
It does let me see it. That. Does. Come on. Here, look. Here Come it on. is, Jessica. No, you're not letting me see it. Uh-huh. I'm showing you right now. Look. Oh, there it is. There it is. See? She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> you pull open the heavy access door. It is very dark beyond. And there is a sound of machinery. You go through the door and close it behind you. After a time, your eyes adjust to the dim light. There is they you are inside the ship's computers. All around you are the circuit panels, alive with electricity, cooled by the liquid helium at hundreds oh, of shit. degrees below zero. One false step here could be deadly. Bummer, we're in the fucking server room. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty lame in here. Uh if you go on through the computer area, go to page fifty nine. If you decide to go back to the lab, hoping that they're gone, the guys are gone. Go to a different page than I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that sounds too... Let's go back to where... We... Right. What is this? Fucking Snowpiercer? No. <laughs> okay. I, I'm... I'm making a managerial decision. We're doing whatever the other thing was. Right. The first thing. Right. Which was keep going through the keep server room. Keep going through the comp- server room. Right. <clears throat> you take a few steps in the darkness... Suddenly, a metal panel gives you a small electric shock, and you stumble away and into a glass wall. It shatters, and the liquid helium pours out. You do not even have time to feel cold. The end. Wow. Wow. Way to take it home, Chris. (laughs) Frozen to death by liquid helium. All because we wanted a little spice in our life. And we're like 12. Mr. Spock, I'll always remember that one adventure we had. With the light. <laughs> I'll never forget graduation. <laughs> you told no. me not to touch you in the rainbow room, but I did it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay, well. I, think... I, I can't believe it made a second one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's another one of these, which, you know, eventually we'll have to read. But I think that's where we're going to call it on uh, Voyage to Adventure. It is a voyage. Uh, by Michael J. Doge, Thank illustrated you. by Gordon Tomei. Uh, thoughts? What prayers? happened? This was kind of a terrible Star Trek book. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? We're done? Oh, you want to do more? <laughs> we can <laughs> <laughs> I've never had someone want to do more. Sure. What did, <laughs> What other choice did you want to make? Did you want to go to engineering and talk to Scotty? I mean, we may as well just see what that's about. Fuck it. Let's go. Okay, let's go back in. <laughs> Put on your... Uh, get your Starfleet you uniform back on, everyone. Get, yeah, get your... Yeah. Beam in. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guest here, and I want the full... Experience. It's always me that's saying, I didn't get enough adventure. And it's me saying, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I don't get more adventure. I want to speak to your manager. This is absolute space shit. That's what it says. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're reading. Uh, you get out of the turbo lift on the ship's engineering deck. Ahead of you are the enormous warp engines that power the Enterprise. To one side, you can see Chief Engineer Scott. Working at a control panel. As you start toward Mr. Scott, a tall man in a lieutenant's uniform steps into your path. Another new ensign, he says, sounding annoyed. Well, I'm Lieutenant Grogan. 
Wait, Grogan, that's a terrible name. And I know what to do with you. He hands you an electronic sweeper. Take this and get to work cleaning the deck. It's a vacuum. He meant a vacuum. The picture is a man handing you a vacuum. If you agree to a... Do you want to... Okay, so vacuum or don't vacuum are your options. Wow. Uh, Don't vacuum. Hell yeah, don't vacuum. We ain't going out there. (laughs) I'm not risking our lives. Okay. You turn I away from. I didn't have to be a guest and vacuum in an imaginary <laughs> world. I didn't go. I didn't go all the way to Birdman College so I could be a space vacuumist <laughs> on a crappy podcast. No oh, thanks. Okay. Thank you. Turn... you. <laughs> you Nobody turn... acknowledges my credentials. Uh, you ah. turn away from Lieutenant Grogan and toward Chief Engineer Scott. As you do, you can see the menly of the lights on the panel where Scott is working are red. That means bad. Sir, you say there must be something more important than sweeping for me to do? Mr. Scott looks up at you and Grogan. Aye, that's right enough, Mr. Grogan. The ensign here just the right size to check out the port side of Jeffrey's tube. Get a radiation suit, a tricorder, and a number four tool kit. Grogan gives you a nasty look but goes to obey orders. There's a strange energy pattern coming from the port tube, Mr. Scott tells you. I want you to take a tricorder up there and bring me back a report. Turn to page 18. Nobody say anything. That's because we don't understand what Scotty is saying. <laughs> You're going into the radiation <laughs> part of the engine. Remember like from the Star Trek movie where Spock got all radiated? That's what you're doing right now. Good oh, luck. Okay. I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, me either. Oh, okay. Well, good. Double no. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Bummer. And then he dies from that. And oh, then they shoot cool. him off into space. Whatever. Lieutenant Grogan helps you into the heavy radiation suit and checks the controls on your tricorder. I was pretty hard on you back there, he says. I'm sorry. You're all right. No hard feelings? That is the most Star Trek thing in this whole fucking book. You suppose that Grogan was probably an ensign once. No hard feelings, you say. And now your balls have dropped, so you sound like me now. Grogan (laughs) nods and opens the door to the Jeffrey's tube. A narrow shaft that leads up to the warp engines themselves. Light spills out of the tube, and your tricorder begins to ping, detecting radiation. Good luck, Grogan says as you climb into the tube. Your tricor- <laughs> this is fucked up. Uh, have fun dying in radiation, boy. <laughs> but we're cool, right? <laughs> but we're cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Your tricorder screen shows two very strong energy readings. One is just ahead and to the right, and the other one is a long distance ahead. Do you want to do the short one or the long one? Oh my god. Uh, what a... Simulating some choices. Yeah, more, uh, more time in radiation or not more time in radiation? Let's see. If we, <laughs> I, I feel like the obvious choice, of course, is less, less radiation. radiation. So the real like... actual obvious choice would be... More radiation. <laughs> but the interesting thing will happen with more radiation. Right. What are you going to see with more radiation? Okay, let's do what more... could you feel? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm fine with this. Yeah, let's be Hulk. This is the way Spock went out. (laughs) You begin to climb the ladder up the Jeffrey's tube toward the point of energy above. Oh my god. 
as you get near the point, the red overload light on your tricorder starts flashing. Then the sensor goes dead. Sparks crackle around the metal parts of your radiation suit as you continue to climb. Finally, you see at the center of the electrical storm is a metal box on the wall of the tube. You can tell if the box is some kind of computer, because computers usually look like small metal boxes on the side of tubes. What? You take a screwdriver from your toolkit. It jumps around in your hand, pulled by magnetic forces. I was just going to say... And that's what screwdrivers do. <laughs> right, I was just going to say, this is what the future is like. Fe- uh, screwdrivers are alive now. As you, <laughs> as you bring it near the computer, you hear a voice on your radio suit. Oh my god. Don't do that, it says. It is Mr. It's Scott's- alive. Don't, don't do that, it says. It's Mr. Scott's voice. Wait, it's not Mr. Scott's voice, nor Lieutenant Gorgon's. And how your radio can be working since your tricorder has been cooked by the energy storm, hmm. you don't know. Uh, and then you do more screwdriving, and it says don't again. It tells me to turn to a page without a choice. So we're going there. A bolt of electricity jumps from the computer to the tool. The screwdriver, it means, I guess, which melts in your hand. The whole Ow. screwdriver melts. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I told <laughs> right. Re- when am I going to get my reimbursement? <laughs> yeah, that was my screwdriver. It had my name on it, guys. <laughs> I but told... also, seriously, take me to sick bay. <laughs> right. Also, the radiation hurts real bad. Yeah. Oh, my cancer. Uh, I told you not to do that, the voice says on the radio. Who are you, you say? I am service control computer FS137B says a voice, and I am master of this ship. If you ask about the computer what is it's talking about, go to page 15. If you decide to smash the computer, go to ter- page 17. <laughs> what kind of choices are these? I love... Please, can we just smash it? It's the least Star Trek thing ever. It's so funny. I am a computer, and I am the master of this ship. Fuck you, I have a hammer. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's the more realistic choice. Again, awesome. you did just graduate from school. Right. Yes. I don't trust a goddamn computer in my life. Attached to a tube on the Obvious, side. <laughs> obviously, the computer FS137B has gone berserk. You smashed at it with your Isn't melted screwdriver. child? That's me. <laughs> you smashed at it with your melted screwdriver, hoping that the machine does not control enough energy to get through your radiation suit. But as you hear your helmet cracking, crackling, cracking, whatever it is, it's, you're breaking, you realize that it does have enough power in <laughs> the end. Damn wow. it! Wow, I couldn't do it. In my ending of the book, you smashed that thing to fucking pieces, and you, 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 you really did it. Wow! Wow! Is what that a- the timeline where this is no longer Starfleet and it is now the Space Force? Right, this is just Space Force, and you are oh. Ensign Eric Junior. And- <laughs> Welcome to a different book inside of a book, and you're smashing the computer that's alive. <laughs> Sentient life. Go, 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 There's like data in the background watching. <laughs> oh, this is how man. you really feel, huh, Eric Jr. Well, okay. Feeling yeah. more satisfied with that adventure? Yes. Um, now that I know what I know, yes. <laughs> Knowing what we could have missed out on, and I think I would have been fine to miss. 
Uh, no, I'm so glad we saw the rainbow room and also fought a computer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we didn't fight it. it yes, fight. we did. The proof is that we lost somehow in the book. Gave up. Your character loses against a computer. I thought we lost it every turn. Like well, I, I didn't even think of it as losing. It was just nothing. You guys beat good the Klingons. Happens. Hey, but the Klingons That's... are our friends. Well, not yet. Not in TOS. The original space Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> the original, right. the yes. only space, the only <laughs> space <laughs> that matters. That's true. Uh, I guess we can be in the wrap-up part of this now, I guess. Okay. How'd you guys like the... I, uh, I guess there was enough Star Trek shit in the book, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Um, you know how when you're watching Mystery Science Theater and, like, the commentary's funny, but you're just, like, the movie's so tedious, you can't yeah. pay attention anymore. I'm hoping that's what this was for people. <laughs> It was for me. Yeah. I like to throw in some extra sauce in there because, yeah, sometimes books are a little on the boring side. This one wasn't super interesting. At least the fantasy ones, every once in a while, you get like a nice passage of description where they're like, I really wanted to write Lord of the Rings one time. And here was my chance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you, TSR. Made me sad. (laughs) It was like a facade. It's fine. We can all go back and actually watch Star Trek now and, uh, with a deeper appreciation that... Uh, that garbage came uh, out 20 years later. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Michael J. Doge had nothing to do with TOS. So you'll never hear a, a an episode that bad, for real. Although they do go to Nazi Planet. Mm. Uh, they go to Nazi Planet in TOS, I think. Wow. Planet? They get a whole planet now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess why not? <laughs> World War Two was I mean, twenty sense. years prior. You go, you go, send him off into space. <laughs> Two different answers, one I, world. I don't think that's how it worked in the episode, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't send the Nazis to another to to Nazi planet. Oh, from they were planet. already there. Yeah, we. Can, I think they come it's down like and they're world. like. Uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Mr. Captain Kirk, uh, we, uh, there appear to be Nazis on this planet. <laughs> Damn it, Jim! I'm a, I'm Jewish. I can't, I can't go to Nazi planet. Right. Also, um, so everyone on this planet is a Nazi. I think that's how it yeah, went. How does that work if there's nobody else to hate? Then they're just well. Regular- when Captain Kirk comes down, he has to hide the fact that Spock is a space elf. And that's Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica's getting tired over here. <laughs> I can see it in her face. Uh, so, well, oh, gee, uh, golly, heathen. <laughs> God, oh, gee whiz. Where can people find you on the internet? Which is also where we're at. So, yeah. Yeah. Where? What are you doing? Oh, Regale do. us. uh in in my spare time i make comics little comic strips make comic strips uh about a restaurant so if you've ever done that before worked in one of those you might want to read it relate to it or whatever it's just a comic and it's not a comic on the internet 
I've never yes, heard of anything like that. Where and could I find really even funny. a thing like that? At HelloBirdmanComics.com? It might be HelloBirdman.com. Oh, I'm shit. Sure. Fuck me. Okay. Uh, let me try that again. I don't even know where I could find oh, comics on the internet. How, how would I even f- find that? At HelloBirdman.com? I think you would find it at HelloBirdman.com. Well, HelloBirdman.com. That sounds amazing. Are you on Instagram or any other platforms that we should know about? Uh, you know, um, you can check out my Hello Birdman videos at YouTube, on YouTube. Just type in uh, Hello Birdman, I think. I understand. It's hard to find stuff on YouTube unless you have really a username. Is. And that's yeah. like impossible to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Look up, look up Welcome to the Owl Americana and then you can kind of go from there until YouTube stops being a dick and lets me have my own unique URL. Good luck with that. I've been trying for years. Ugh. I had it with Button Master, but then I fucked it up because I deleted it. It doesn't matter. Why'd you delete it? I didn't like the quality of the videos. I thought I could do better. And he <laughs> did. Eventually I did, but I, I'm also very inconsistent, so great, good. Right. <laughs> anyway. What's about, Chris? What about your Twitch or your Instagram? Uh, yeah, you could uh, follow me on Instagram uh, at HelloBirdman. Maybe you're noticing a theme or a pattern here. Yeah, a lot of HelloBirdman. HelloBirdman. Uh, yeah, I really I hope, hope that Birdman guy starts blowing up soon. That would be dope. Yeah, me too. <laughs> also, I guess you can find us too. Uh, we're uh, uh, Chicken and Raffles is Choose Your Own Adventure. Adventures, hi, blah blah, whatever. You, we did this at the beginning. Find us on podcast platforms. We're there. Rate us and subscribe and uh, uh, <clears throat> whatever. Do I do another thing? I don't do another thing. Do I? I'm on Twitch. I'm streaming. Uh, Chicken and Raffles does stuff. I've been on, doing Cuphead. Come watch me suffer. Email us. Oh my god, email us. Thank you, Jessica. Holy shit. <laughs> Send us an email. We're so desperate for friends. We need friends so bad. Youradventureadventures at gmail.com Cool. Okay. <laughs> and I guess that's... And, and we'll probably cut it somewhere after that.